0: everyone and welcome to another yogi misfit session my name is danny pomploon and i'm your host welcome to session 46 on today's show i've got brian on the show Uh, brian is a really 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 rad guy um, I actually met him at this, and we tell the story in, in the episode, but I met him in this um, this goal-setting workshop at Lululemon, and uh, he's now a Lululemon ambassador, which I think is really cool because he's not like a yogi or a runner or what they typically do. He's actually all about um, food and uh, this food movement that he brings to the table. Um, he does rad stuff outside of cooking, um, just in his, in his place. But he also teaches underserved communities how to cook and how to eat well and Pretty much just how to fuel your body but nurture yourself, you know, like re- really just taking care of yourself. And a really good time doing this interview with him, it was so much fun. Um, and as always, I would like to thank our friends over at SF Yoga Mag for being such big supporters. And the other thing I wanted to mention to you guys is I have a retreat coming up in March of 2019, and we're going to Bali. So we're going to be spending a week out there, uh, we're going to hang out, meet some new friends chill in a pool, eat some really yummy healthy snacks and food. We'll probably do some hiking, hang out at a beach. Um, you can check out all the info on my website. It's just dannypomplumoon.com. And there are 10 discounted spots. So if you use the promo code 50, that's 50 and then off off, you get a little uh, $50 uh, kickback from uh, from the uh retreat. Hope to see you there and uh without further ado, enjoy the show. Brian, my friend, what is going on?
1: Just living life, man. Yeah. Happy to talk to you this
0: morning. Uh, It's been a minute. I haven't actually seen you in real life or talked to you via text message in in just a little bit, mainly because I was probably out of town.
1: Yeah. I feel like we've both had a lot going on. So yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: you you specifically have a lot going on right now.
1: (laughs) Always. But that's, that's a good thing at this stage.
0: So, for the people that are are, are listening uh, to the show, uh, so I met Brian. When 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 was that event that we did for Lululemon?
1: That must like, have been uh, a month and a half ago, or or oh no. Uh, well, we we reconnected about a month and a half ago, and I okay. think, I think You're I right. met you in December at the right. um, at the intersection of that. You're December. right.
0: You're right. You're right. So we did this event for Lululemon where they did this book feature and then they had a bunch of uh, people from uh, the city that were in different uh, aspects and we kind of met at dinner. And then there was the intersection event. And then we did a goal setting workshop together over at Lululemon on Grant Street here in San Francisco. And that's where we really started talking. And when, um, so in this little workshop that we did, we wrote our goals and we had to, we got to share them with everybody in the group. And it was a really, really, really cool um, experience for me anyway. But um, I got to hear you talk about your passion for food and, you know, I I was just telling you before we started recording, like you're, you're at one point you were like, I don't see this as, as a passion or, or it wasn't as a passion. It was like a goal, but more of a movement. And so I like, I want to hear you share your story of your movement and why you're doing what you're doing and how you're doing it. Like, let's just dive in. It's mainly because I also love talking about food.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We can definitely get to the food part. I think but, uh, but food, food is the vessel for some, some bigger things, which I think you're alluding to. So um, I definitely view what I'm doing as um, not the product necessarily of passion. I think passion is something that's fleeting. And, and too often we think um, you know, and hear the advice, follow your passion. You know, if you're doing something you're passionate about, then that's, that means you're on the right track. But the reality is that anything that's hard and worthwhile, you're going to have difficult moments. And sure, if it's sure. just passion that's getting you through it, um, you might not actually get through it. So uh, that, that's just an overarching thing that I want to say off the bat. And I'll kind of back into what I mean and, and unpack that a little bit. But um, for, for people who may not know, uh, I, I run a business that is centered around nourishing whole food meals. And uh, it takes the form of a restaurant in San Francisco. It's a fast casual restaurant. We took over an old McDonald's location. Um, So there's a lot of symbolism there. And uh, what got me to this point was dealing with a personal physical uh, pain injury. It was a chronic pain injury. Um, but it was more than just physical pain. I was also deeply depressed for the first time in my life as I was dealing with recovering from this, not really knowing why I wasn't getting better. Um, there was nothing structurally wrong with my body and, and doctors mm-hmm. couldn't really tell me what was wrong. And so I started having to embrace alternative methods of healing and that involved learning about the mind-body connection. Sure. It involved changing my diet to eat in an anti-inflammatory way and and also take things in that I wasn't, um, that I had never eaten before or consumed before that would help with my recovery and rebuilding my, my tissue strength and my bone strength and my joint strength and reducing inflammation. Um, and so that was kind of the path that got me on the journey of learning about this, this broader movement that I talk about that, that I'm a part of now, um, which is about really learning about what, any inputs into your life, how that can affect you uh, physically, and also mentally and emotionally, and using that to become the best version of yourself. And food, I found, was the cornerstone like that. For health and and anyone to be, be vibrant and thriving, you really need to be putting things in your body that support that. And for me, I, it had a profound effect. Within seven months, I was I greatly reduced the pain I was in to almost nothing. I mean, I would have flare ups and it was a long multi-year journey after that to to get to 100%. But, sure. but after seven months, it really helped me. Um, and then I just dove in and wanted to learn more and wanted to help other people. And I, I'm a real pragmatist when it comes to this stuff. I grew up on the East Coast. I'm by nature, pretty skeptical when it comes to Uh, new-agey things. But because it had such an impact on me and because I really had to embrace the mind and mental and emotional aspects as well as the food that I was putting into my body, I started to realize that there's real validity to this. And um, the movement that I speak about is that, yes, it's about spreading real, nourishing, whole food that will support you physically, mentally, and emotionally it's about spreading that to as many people as possible, but it's also about consuming it in a way that supports your gro- your broader health and the health of the community. And so sure. I'll wrap I'll wrap up that first answer for you there um, and, and I'm happy to explain yeah. any, anything else, but, but that's kind of what I talk about and, and that's how I got there.
0: What was your background cuz you're like are you are you a trained chef or like you what were you doing beforehand before like food took I mean obviously I know, I know it got it got into your life because of of your injury or not your injury but your th- your your health stuff that was going on but like what was your background beforehand I was a product
1: manager I was working for software companies Oh wow so I was not <laughs> trained I was not trained in food this this is very much a career transition for me Wow and it was this this broader purpose of you know, nourishing people and helping people lead healthy lives that, that drew me to this. But, um, I had always wanted to be a business owner. Um, I had studied entrepreneurship in college. Um, but yeah, I was in the software world. I was kind of doing the, the product management product management thing. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I just kind of, I self-taught myself how to, how to cook, how to learn about running a food business. Sure. Um, I went to a holistic nutrition program called Bowman college in Berkeley. And that's actually learning more about what the food system looks like and what it does in your body through that program is what sparked my desire to create this kind of food. Um, and I ended up teaming up with some classmates that were actually trained chefs in their in their day job that were in the program with me, and we did some pop-ups. Mm. So, so I'm a big believer in taking small and perfect action based on – something that you think you might want to do. So I had this idea in my head of creating this space that had nourishing food that wasn't completely centered around alcohol, where you could just mingle mindfully with other people while enjoying a good meal. Like that yeah. was the vision of a thing I had in my head, but I didn't know what form it would take. And I didn't know how I would do it. I was still working as a PM. So I ended up just doing these pop-ups. And that was my first little foray into the world of creating a service for for people through using food and and charging for it. Um, right. And I found that those events I had people tell me after you know I had some friends come it wasn 't all friends. I had some people that were strangers that showed up to these things um but but people who knew me said wow this this is like you embodied in an event, Brian, right like you need to do more of this <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, yeah uh, i mean it, obviously when you when you're thriving and when you 're like you know when you've got i mean call it your sparkle or your your shine or whatever it is like people can see that. And so obviously people are going to be drawn to that, but people want that in you. People want to see you succeed. People want to see you like do really well. So you're, you're jamming out. Now, like, I mean, I, I knew that the, when I, when I first met you, I was, or when we, when we we're talking about goals, I was like, this guy's going to go somewhere. Like he's, he's obviously in his element.
1: Well, I appreciate that. And I, it's, it's amazing to have that resonate with other people. And, and for me, it took 10 years of nearly 10 years of working in the corporate world to to get to the place where I could finally have a a job that's my own, where I feel yeah. like every day I'm waking up to further that best version of myself and and bring yeah. all my talents to bear in the world for good and for bad. Um, yeah. But but it's not you know waking up and and working to further someone else's dream, and it is so gratifying uh, to feel that and, and to have other people resonate with that. So that means a lot to me, by the way, you just sharing that. Um, and, sure. and <laughs> because, because I feel it, I feel it, but sometimes it's like, wow, like, is it working?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you need to, it's nice to hear it as well. Yeah, for sure. But it, it's, it's, it's definitely working. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so you were, you were talking about earlier, you, you started to discover the mind body connection. Now, I get a lot of yoga people on this show for sure, obviously it's you know that's what i that's what I do but I recently in the last mm, I've, i mean I've meditated for a long time, but like i've recently my meditation game in the last two three years has like taken like a giant leap forward i don't know why I think it was maybe some injuries, but anyway, i've been meditating a lot more, and one of the things that I've been talking about in the last six months is how food and mindfulness is pretty much the same thing now. I might've talked about this on one of the, on one of my shows before. And if I didn't, there's this, um there's this Netflix documentary series called chef's table and it's shot beautifully. It's a really, really, really awesome show, but there's one show on air. There's one episode where they go and they, um they interview and they, and they watch this, uh, this, this monk create food in at the temple. And as I was watching this show, like my mind was just like, I mean, disintegrating. It was like falling apart because I was like, watching her make this food and how mindful she was putting everything together and then putting it into her body. And even though the way that, that, you know, that the, the, the Buddhist monks actually think about food, like who knew that making food and nourishing yourself is part of the mind body connection. Like it's not something that I think about at the forefront of my mind, but in all actuality, it's, it's, it's healing. you you're, you're literally nourishing yourself.
1: You're nourishing yourself. Exactly. And something that, we were very conscious about as we were building out the space and transforming this McDonald's was, you know, every day I remember last year, we would, we would sit in this space and it just felt like stress. Yeah. Like just like feeling the decor, it just felt like stress. And, and we said, we want to, we want to create a food experience. That's the opposite of that mm-hmm. um, because it's, it should be about nourishing your body. Like I remember before I got uh, injured and was dealing with my, my health issues, um, I would, I would be eating mindlessly at work all the time. Like food was pretty much just like fuel to get to whatever next thing I needed to get to. And you can function that way. Like a lot, most people do function that way. But if you, if we really care about living healthy, vibrant lives and really becoming the best version of ourselves possible, like so many people that are, are type A and driven, they, they view the way that they treat their body and the way what they put into their body as an afterthought, but it really will help us get better, and so we were conscious to create not just a menu that allowed for that, but but a space that allowed for that. And I think that's something that's overlooked, and um, you know, it is is really important when we're eating, sitting down, and taking a second just to to enjoy what we're putting into our mouths and our bodies. and And that was a ritual that when I was healing, because I was oh, yes. basically. I love that
0: you just said ritual. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, well, check this out. So. I, it was a ritual I had when I was healing. I was basically on bed rest for like four and a half months um during that period where i was I was trying to get better and I would view I couldn't really do much because I couldn't put weight on one of my legs mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. I, I would kind of like hobble in the kitchen and I would cook and I would prepare okay. all my meals for myself uh, okay and that was that was part of my my like three times a day ritual of like Going into the kitchen, preparing my food, sitting down, not being on my phone, just like eating the food, focusing yeah. on the food, uh, yep. then washing the dishes afterwards. Like the whole thing was just this ritual. And and it, it helped me. It helped me de-stress. It was one of those things that I looked forward to because it made me focus on something other than my pain. And I, yeah. I was just focusing on these one step in the process of, okay, I have to, you know, put together this salad like I need the spinach and I'm kind of mixing everything and it sounds kind of out there but but that's really what was a big part of my healing process on the mental and emotional side and then the food part was just this added benefit of like I know what I'm putting in my body is nourishing but I'm gonna even amplify that by consuming it and preparing it in a way that's gonna make me feel better
0: so Okay. So you have people listening right now and they're like, all right, cool. So I don't want to eat anymore just to eat anymore. How do you get like, you know, you know? and it's true. Like I, I'm totally guilty of it. Like you're hustling and you're bustling and you just got to go and you got to get something in your body. Like it, it happens to the best of us for sure. But what do you now say to someone who's listening in and it's like, okay, so maybe I want to try a little more mindful approach to eating. Like where's a great place to start? Like what how do you switch up that routine or how do you make it so it's a little more accessible or how do you make it so that you, you know, whatever it is Yeah, I, I have a story to share after that about, about what right. I did to, to make that happen for me, but go ahead. So. Well, I would say pick one meal first,
1: like acknowledge that if you're just starting to try to do this, or even if you're not, you're, it's hard to do every single meal unless you're living in a, you know. Buddhist monastery off in the wilderness somewhere and you have no electronics and no job to get to, <laughs> but we all have lives. <laughs> right, we right. have, like, <laughs> yeah, Like, you know, and, and I'm as guilty as, as you are. Um, but I do try to take, you know, at least uh, one meal a day and just sit down and just enjoy what I'm eating. Like put my phone away, put it on silent. Um, and even, even if it's 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, just like sitting there um, and, and just, trying not to be distracted and just be with your own thoughts. So I know for a lot of people, meditation is hard because you're just kind of sitting there, you know, quote unquote, doing nothing. But what if you just used your meal as a meditation moment? Mm -hmm. So you're not, you're not doing nothing. You're eating, but just focus on eating. And so that's what I'd recommend is just take one meal where you feel like you have the space to do it. Focus on eating that meal. Um, Another way to do it, which people, you know, this, this might seem counter, but I don't think it is um, have a meal with someone else once a day. And so that's good. (laughs) Yeah. So like, have a conversation, like eat lunch with somebody and and make a deal with yourselves. Like we're going to put our phones on the side of the table, face down, like on silent, we're not going to look at our phones. Um, and just like have lunch with them and that will force you to be more present. And you might not just be sitting there focusing on like the lettuce that you're putting in your mouth, but that's still a mindful eating experience because you're not going to be as stressed your your mind's not going to be racing you're going to be more in the moment because you have that other person
0: to focus on Wait so you're saying should I shouldn't instagram my food and just look at it
1: <laughs> Hey I mean yeah, do you Danny
0: I love that when you go to restaurants and like the food comes out everyone just whips out their phones for like a good 5 minutes and they're like <laughs> staging their plates and like come on I know
1: it's- I know which hey you know at this point I'm like I'm in the food business game right now. So like, I get it. You know, you got to get your marketing out there, but know what, know what your purpose is. And I know you kind of said that tongue in cheek, but like, if you're out there to have a meal with friends, have a meal with friends. Like yeah, you still yeah. had the meal. If it's not documented on Instagram, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I, I think I, I, I mentioned this. I have my friend, uh, Michelle who owns Nana, Nana Joe's granola. I, I tried to set you guys up. Cause I feel like you guys, would, I don't know. I just, I, I get this vibe that you guys are going to like explode together in, in the best way possible. But, I recently went through this like, okay, like I know my eating habits are not the best. They're also not the worst. I I have like ritual every morning of like a green smoothie and like, you know, yada, yada, yada. But I tend to eat out a lot. I eat healthy, but I eat out a lot because I, I, I run around. So I actually... Did cooking classes with her where we went to the farmer's market we picked out all my favorite vegetables and what you know whatever else it was that i like to eat with no recipe no nothing and we came back to my house and she actually just taught me how to food prep so i bought like all the different containers and i learned how to do like simple stuff like like how to roast beets and how to like you know to get vegetables prepared for the week and it has completely 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 changed the way I think about food and also the way I think about making food because now it's not like I'm running to go get something to eat and just put in my body but it's like it's a cool thing that I get to do for myself Mm. it's like part of my healing process in the day-to-day life that I get to do for me that's awesome yeah I, I think there is a real connection between learning
1: how to even simply cook your own food that makes you appreciate food when you eat out and yeah Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big believer in simplified meal prep based on templatized cooking. And what I mean by that is I don't really cook using recipes. Um, I mean, at the restaurant, we have to have recipes. But when we're coming up with stuff, we don't necessarily have the recipes. And then we back into like how to scale it and stuff. When I'm cooking for friends or at home, I certainly don't use recipes. Um, What I do is I know how to cook and I learn how to cook. Each protein I'm making and each different style of side dish or vegetable a couple different ways. So if I just learn how to cook chicken two ways, how to cook a root vegetable two ways, how to cook a leafy green two ways, then I could make all different kinds of combinations of meals um, with almost like any type of vegetable, any type of protein, um, using fats and acid also as kind of the, the hidden ingredients that i'm putting at the end to kind of add a little bit of uh, flavor and variety but i mean people sometimes we we tend to complicate the idea of cooking or prepping more than it needs to be and i think what was shown to you in terms of going to the farmer's market learning some simple techniques and opening your eyes to wow like this doesn't have to be complicated that's awesome like that's amazing that you have that experience and that's definitely what i recommend for people is just like learn a couple things and then put delicious food combinations together and then if you do and, that for yourself, you can appreciate it when you go out.
0: And that's something that like, uh, or something that you said earlier that I, I like, it's like a, one of my big models in life, but like, it's something that you look forward to. Like my green smoothie every morning, I look for, it's like ritual. I look forward to my green smoothie. I love it. I like, it's like a part of my day. It kind of actually gets to me if I don't get it, you know, like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, it's kind of a little bit of a bummer, but like, I don't know. It just, it, it, it really I, I, I get it because I've gone through this process recently. So it's nice to like, I mean, and obviously you get it because you healed your body through this, you know, and now you've, you've turned this into a, more than just a lifestyle, but more of your life, you know? And and so I think more that people hear this, but too more that people get it and why they're doing it. Mm, that's the best. Yeah. And, and another thing I want to say about that is uh,
1: people tend to get caught up on like, is this the right thing to be eating? But have you ever heard the phrase, the best diet is the one that you stick to?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. So
1: like for you, it's like this green smoothie is a ritual and you're supporting yourself with like good nutrient dense stuff. Um And like there might be like, I don't know what you put in your smoothie, but let's just say like there might be stuff in there that's like not 100% amazing for you all the time. But like if that's what's going to have you getting the vegetables in your body that you're getting and like get you set on track for the day and – getting you appreciating like making good food for yourself like that's amazing and by the way the smoothie is probably fine i'm just using that as an example but like yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever it is like even if it's you know not 100 percent paleo or vegan or gluten-free it's like if it's just like something that you enjoy that you feel you're nourishing yourself and that becomes your habit that becomes your routine then that's better than not doing anything and continuing to put garbage into your body and eat stuff that doesn't make you feel good. It makes you crash. It makes you feel, you know, in pain or bloated or whatever the symptoms are.
0: Right. And, 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 and that being said too, I I totally, like there are some days where I'm like, I'm just going to cheat and go do this over here. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, (laughs) it's all, it's all about, um,
1: I don't want to say balance, but just being conscious about the choices you're making and, and it's okay. Mindful, mindful, mindful. Like, it, it's really okay to say, you know what, today I do want that chocolate croissant and, yeah. and I know that I want that and I'm going to have it and I'm going to enjoy the crap out of it
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's delicious and, and you're I not want do it. Anything about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but you know, you're, you're choosing to honor yourself in that moment and you're, and you're eating it. And then you know where you want to swing back to, like the pendulum is going to swing back to your center, which is, Like tomorrow, I'm not going to have that. I'm going to have a green smoothie because like that's what makes me feel the best most often. Um, But I'm glad that I allowed myself this amazing, delicious experience because I'm living life. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah
0: i'm living my best life
1: <laughs> i'm living my, my best self
0: <laughs> seriously man brian i i again man like I, i'm so stoked to like have connected with you in person and and uh, like i meant what i said like I, i'm so stoked that you're doing what you're doing and even you know for people that are listening like uh, something else that he was pretty humble about that he didn't say but on your free time you're bringing low-income families and stuff like that or y- like youth in there to teach them how to cook and how to make food and i think that's Super big, super bold, and super noble. Like you're not just like doing food, restaurant to like make money. Sure, that's a part of it, but like you're actually doing stuff for the community. And I think that's huge. You no, know, it's yeah, it's gotta be bigger than that. I mean, we do have to make money
1: to be a sustainable business. Um, but with that is giving back to the community. And I mean, we're in a unique spot. We're we're in 16th admission. Um, it, it's a neighborhood where there's an eclectic. Variety of people, and there's a real opportunity there to have an impact on people's lives that that don't necessarily have the the resources or wherewithal to understand how to nourish their bodies, um, whether it's through physical activity, through meditation, or through food. And so, yeah, we've we've partnered with some local nonprofit organizations to teach cooking classes to at-risk youth, and you know, we, we're in we're in conversations with a couple schools in the area that. Have gardens, um, and we're, we're thinking about collaborating with them on garden to table cooking classes, and just teaching them more about where food comes from, how to create it yourself, and how to make it taste good too, because that's really key. If it doesn't taste good, you're not going to stick with it, right? Um, but yeah, that, that's a big part of it because you know people can run businesses the way they want to, but uh, you know for me, it's not enough just to say like, oh yeah, like this is a profit-seeking venture. I think. Uh, personally talking about living, living my truth and my purpose is it has to be improving the lives of other people. Yeah. And, and that includes the community that we're in, because if the community we're in collapses, then, then we're not going to exist and all of this right. doesn't matter. So yeah, man, right. I appreciate you bringing that up. It's not, it's not something that, I, that we talk about a lot just because I feel like it should be just a part of what we do. Sure, um, But yeah, I mean, it's, I'm proud of it. I'm, I'm proud that There's more that we still can do, and we're just scratching the surface.
0: Yeah, I I I can't thank you enough, man, for for taking time out and coming on the show, and and just thanking you for spreading your movement and for you know hopefully inspiring many many other people to do the same. And you know, it's just it's I'm really glad to hear that people are bringing mindfulness into many many different aspects of their life. So thanks for thanks for spending your time with me this morning and 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 chatting about your passion. It, It it's really awesome
1: (laughs) you're welcome thanks for having me i I always enjoy chatting with you so
0: yeah same man same until uh until the next yogi misfit session this is danny and brian saying peace out